2: Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now.
0: And you are tuned in to Calvary Live. Welcome, everyone, to today's edition. I'll be your host once again for the next hour, Jeff Figgs. I pastor Calvary Chapel Greeley in Northern Colorado, and I'm here to take your questions, your prayer requests, to talk about the things of the Lord, to be able to have you share in your heart what the Lord is showing you and uh, how he's working in your life, especially in these days that we are in. So you just heard the call-in number, it's 303-690-3000. We're still here with you. And uh, I know that these are dire days. These are uh, difficult days. But these are days where we can be encouraged and blessed and uplifted and exhorted in the things of the Lord, the truth of the Lord, the comfort of the Lord. So give me a call. Let me know that you're doing well, that you're out there. If you need prayer, and I know a lot of you, you need prayer, uh, please call in 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Love for you uh, to be able to call in and, and talk about the things of the Lord. And there's a dedicated text line, as most of you know, that listen to Calvary Live. That number is 720-336-0897. It's for texting only. Nobody's going to answer that line. But as you text in a prayer request uh, or a question, we'll take it for this hour. I want to add that that uh, number, uh, that Calvary Church, the pastors are taking prayer requests uh, 24-7 at this time on that dedicated text line, 720 336 Oh eight nine seven. so anytime you can text in a prayer request and there will be those that will be praying for you but if you need prayer during this uh, hour of Calvary live uh, we will take those prayer requests and we will be praying for you we will encourage you in every way that we can uh, we got some open lines grab one of those open lines let's encourage each other let's talk about the things of the Lord and I know that uh, most of us if if not all of us are out of kind of our routines Uh, Kids are doing online school. Uh, We uh, have the stay at home order that has been extended here in Colorado till the 26th of April that our governor announced last night. So that's another 18, 19 days, I believe. And so we are in this situation where I know that the Lord wants to work in our hearts and in our lives. The church is still here. This is Holy Week. And even though we can't gather together uh, in uh, our buildings and in our churches uh, that we are doing online services uh, here at Calvary Greeley just as many of the churches uh, throughout Colorado and throughout the nation are doing so blessed to have that uh, connection that technology that we can do that so we may not be able to meet physically but in one heart and one accord in one spirit We are meeting together, and we're going to rejoice this week, aren't we? Listen, I just want to say this. I know that a lot of us, uh, all of us, have been affected in every way by uh, this health crisis, this coronavirus that has uh, not only affected our state, but the nation, the whole world. Uh, And perhaps it has affected you, not just in the physical sense, and for you who perhaps have COVID-19, or family members, we want to pray for you. And, and um, it is concerning, but maybe economically, maybe just socially, of course. As we feel isolated, we feel alone, we, we can't be in fellowship with one another to embrace one another. And uh, for Christians, that's so important. One of the four things that the Christians uh, really Uh, continue to do that was an important part of the early church clear back in Acts chapter 2 was fellowship as well as the breaking of bread and of uh, the word of God and in prayer and right now we can't fellowship in person but we can uh, in other means and and the technology that we have but listen I do want to say this the COVID-19 is not going to win it is not going to win the Lord has given us victory because he rose from the grave, and that's what we need to remember this uh, season and that's uh, that we're in um, this crisis that we're in and it's a message that we can give to others so give me a call at three zero three six nine oh three thousand I do want to welcome all the grace FM listeners uh, that have uh, tuned in you you are um, uh, just uh, encouraged to as you're listening live today uh, to call in love to hear from you guys and Uh, Grace FM, all along the front range up in the southern Wyoming. And then also you who are listening on the East Coast on Truth and Hope FM. Welcome, welcome. So glad that we can uh, be a part of your lives. I know that the East Coast, the whole nation, but the East Coast particularly, that you've been hit hard as well with this COVID-19. We are praying for you, uh, and uh, we're thinking of you guys. So give us a call. And as you listen on Truth and Hope FM, of course, you're a week delayed but uh, many of you are listening online all around the nation. Give me a call at 303-690-3000. We do have an open line, so I'd love to hear from you. Let's go ahead and go to Rudy. That's in Denver on line one. Hi, Rudy. Hi, how's it
3: going?
0: Good. How are you doing?
3: I'm good. We're good. My family's good. Got you guys help. Health- Quick you question guys healthy? Morning. Oh, I can relate this, you know, kind of connect this to what's going on in my house about recycling. I thought recycling okay. is part of good doing, you know, for our earth. You know, this is a home our creator gave us. And, right. I, you know, I, I urge recycling the house and it feel like my sons would care less about it when I brought it up. It was just a little, oh, like, you know, we won't make a difference. Is there is there anything that I could apply to that? As far as you know, well, leading my family to doing what's right with uh, yeah. with recycling, how I feel is important.
0: Or yeah, yeah, I think there is. I think the scripture indicates to us as we go through it, particularly, you know, as as Adam was told to have dominion over the earth and he named the animals. But as you go through the Old Testament, particularly, you see how the Lord um, had them practice even taking care of the land. Um, and being good stewards of the land to give the land rest that was what the sabbath year was about and um and and cleanliness and things like that so um you know the earth is the lord's in all its fullness we are to be good stewards of what the lord has given to us there's nothing in the scripture that indicates to us that we shouldn't care and pollute and and all these other things now uh, we know that uh, the ultimate environmentalist is going to be Jesus. When he comes back in the millennium reign, we're going to see that the desert's going to bloom. But in the meantime, uh, for the not only for, um, you know, as we live on this planet, I, I think the Lord indicates to us that we are to take care of what has been given to us and entrusted to us. It's kind of like, Rudy, uh, if you have a home, you take care of your home, don't you? Yeah. You know, you you maintain it, you clean it. Um the the church here, we have a building. Um and we maintain it, we keep it clean. We want to um do the best that we can in uh making sure that it is safe and and uh it is a, a place where people come and there's uh we take great care in it and and I believe the planet that we live on the Lord shows us Um, That we are to take care of it and recycling is a part of that uh, if we can do that and for various reasons, not just environmental reasons. uh, But I I think that uh, anything that we can do for the health of our children and our children's children in the future.
3: Okay. And I I even kind of of brought up to her that, you know, the, the weeks, at a week at a time, we do dishes for when our church does. Uh, feeding the homeless Well, when they feed the homeless and then they have right. fellowship and uh you know and a little service for for the homeless uh you know on thursday nights and we we do that once a week and we wash the dishes and we put everything that's recyclable in a recycle bin recyclable bin and you know i kind of said well they do it at the church and you're real happy to do it all over there by name our <laughs> house but that's yeah. you know, that's, that, that's a that was that was some good work to uh you know, to come back home with, because I don't want to cause any controversy over, you know, recycling. But I think it is, and I think it's a way of teaching my 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 son responsibility also.
0: Right, know. and I, th- I I think that uh, you know what God has you know given to us and trusted to us. We need to take the best care for it, and and you know we see that again as I said throughout uh, the scriptures, particularly as you read the law, how they took care of the land how uh, they took care of their homes and cleanliness and uh, took care of the camp, you know, the children of Israel. So um, I think that it's an important aspect for us to consider. So, hey, thanks, Rudy. Appreciate nice. it. All
3: right. Well, thank you. God bless you guys.
0: You too. You, you stay healthy, okay?
3: I've been radio for a long time. I kind of need to. <laughs> thank
1: you,
0: guys. Uh, keep listening and tell people, too. You know, one of the things that Rudy brought up a very good point is, Tell people about Grace FM. People need to hear the the you know truth of the Lord, the good teaching, solid teaching to be encouraged in the Lord. Uh, we as Christians need to be a voice in these days that we're in, particularly because people are going to turn to something. They're going to turn um, to hear something, to look for something to strengthen them. Um, and we have the answers for them. We have the Lord to give to them, that the tomb is empty, that Jesus Christ died for your sins and rose again. We have truth to give to them, and that's what we want to do. And so I hope and pray that you truly would uh, be one, that you would just uh, allow the Lord to just, um, as he leads you, to tell people about Uh, grace fm and for you guys on the east coast of course uh your christian radio station uh because people need to hear the truth of god's word especially more than ever today well 303-690-3000 is the number to call you're listening to calvary live with pastor jeff figs of calvary greeley we're going to continue with our uh phone lines and let's go to line two where helen is waiting from denver hi helen
1: Hi. Thank you for accepting my call.
0: Absolutely. What can we do for you?
1: (sighs) Well, I'm starting to get frustrated, but I'm not. Um, I belong to a great church, and we do Bible study every night, and we have services still. Thank God for technology. But um, my, my job, I work two jobs, and one I'm working from home, which is really getting frustrating. But my second job, as of yesterday, they told me they can no longer use me because of an accusation that came through, um, Mm -hmm. abusive language and fraudulence, which I'm, like, I don't understand, and I need clarification. Do I just close that door? And I need a second job to pay the bills. And or do I pursue it and find out what the heck are they talking about? Because I deliver food, I drive for a driving service, and um, I don't know how you could use or do anything fraudulent. And I just need um, I need clarification, and it's like, Lord, what am I supposed to do? You know, and yeah, that's what my prayer, you know.
0: You know, Helen, one of the things that you can do is get clarification, get, you know, exactly, you know, what the accusation was or what is, um, you know, the problem. And I think that you should do that um, from, uh, you know, your supervisor, bosses, whoever um, is bringing this up. So it's OK to get that clarification. And I think that uh, you have the right to do that. So I would start there. And... um hopefully it'll get resolved hopefully there'll be some clarity and understanding that comes it's amazing what happens when you do have that conversation or uh, maybe it could have been a misunderstanding maybe it could have been something that um you know is false or whatever the case may be but i would go and i would try to get clarification and i would try to get some understanding of what is going on but Uh, right now we need our jobs, don't we? And uh, it's hard when you're facing something like this, and we don't have face-to-face fellowship. uh, But I'm glad that you called, and we're going to pray for you right now, Helen, that this does get resolved. And um, that, you you know, the Lord knows the truth, and uh, He um, has a way of protecting His people. He has a way of protecting us. When things like this come up and it brings confusion, and uh, he is going to work. So, Father, I pray for Helen. I just pray she is, she's frustrated, and um, she's uh, dealing with a difficult situation. And, Lord, I just pray that there be clarity and understanding in this, that, Lord, she get the answers that she needs, and, Father, that she would be able to continue to work. And uh, she needs to do that to be supported, to to be able to... Uh, defend herself um, in a godly manner, and Lord, I just pray that you would just uh, give her calm and give her comfort, and whatever happens, Lord, that she is in your hands, you care for her, and Lord, she can cast her cares upon you because you care for her. So I just pray that you would work, that you would bless, that you would help in every way right now in this situation, and Lord, just strengthen her. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Hey, Thank we'll be you. praying for you, Helen. Okay?
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you. God bless you. God bless you all. 303-690-3000. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Jeff Figs. we got a couple open lines. Grab one of those open lines. So good to hear from you guys today. And glad that you're out there. You're out there listening. And you're out there, um, you know, just... Uh, the Lord wants to show us things. He wants to work in these difficult situations that we find ourselves in. And he, you will find him to be so faithful. Um, and so um, I pray that uh, you would just call and share with what the Lord is showing you during this time. Um, give those prayer requests. We want to pray for you. We want to encourage you. We want to answer your questions if you got any questions. So be sure to do that. Hey, let's go to Denver once again, where Samuel's on line three. Hi, Samuel. Hello. How are you? I am well. Good. You healthy?
2: Yes, I am. Kind of big, confused with all the stuff going on, but, you know, it's uh, just a time and season we're in, and, you know, I, I, a lot of uh, I see a lot of exciting stuff and a lot of terrifying stuff all at the same time, so... A, kind, kind you know, can't right now.
0: Yeah, Samuel can be that way. We can watch the news, and you know, sometimes the news comes out, and it's like, whoa, and it's overwhelming. And I and I just want to kind of add because I think you bring up a good point, and then we'll get to your question. Is that it's so important that we go to the scriptures, and we're comforted by the scriptures, and. Uh, because the Scripture gives us hope. And sometimes when the news comes out, it's like, whoa, it's so dire and overwhelming. And um, we are ones, as we go to the Word of God, that it brings us strength, and we can strengthen ourselves in the Lord in doing that. So, And and I pray that uh, that comes as you search the Scriptures, uh, Samuel, and uh, as all of us do. And I know the Lord wants to do that work. So, hey, you got a question for me?
2: Yeah, I've uh, been, I've read it several, several times, and I never really gave it much thought. But here recently, at the end of Isaiah, it's talking about how their worm won't die. And I just—that phrase just struck me as strange, more so than I've ever before. I'm just curious, is that something with a cultural thing on there, or— you know, and, and Jesus also quoted that several times from Isaiah on that, you know, speaking about the difference of those who are going to be in rebellion, but it was right. just kind of a, a curiosity that I've read it several times here recently, and it just kind of stood out more so than it ever has before, and just kind of a, a strange thing. I, I don't yeah. know what to quite to make of it.
0: And I'd have to to look a little bit on that, and I think you're you're on the right track of that it does speak about um, you know it, it, it's an image of some sort, um, an image of of judgment of of eternal damnation, where the worm does not die and their life is not the fire is not quenched. So Isaiah at the end of the book, and it's kind of interesting that isaiah sixty six chapters, Isaiah's been called the mini Bible and when you get to chapter 40 to the end of the book there's so much grace it it reminds us of the new testament but yet it ends with that for their worm does not die and their fire is not quenched and they shall be abhorrence to all flesh he's talking about judgment i don't know if that was a common saying back then i'd have to research it or an image um, if Jesus used that image, probably they would understand it because he used images that they would easily understand, but whatever it was, it sounds like it 's not good and um but you know it is interesting that Isaiah, even though chapters forty through sixty six uh, those twenty seven chapters that correlate with twenty seven chapters of the book of or the New Testament the New Testament ends with the book of Revelation, also how judgment's going to come in a Christ-rejected world. So I wish I had a little better um, answer for you, but I'm not sure if it was a common, you know, image that would be used or a phrase that they would use back in those times. But it isn't good.
2: Yeah, I I just was wondering if it's something where, you know, it's speaking of maybe like decomposition or something like that, and then, you know, there's a time where... Where right. you know the the body you know eroded away from you know right. the, the the process. So I and I, know. Think, you know, I think I think you're it. on
0: the right track. I that's what I was just thinking. It looks like you know worms that go after dead bodies. You know in the Book of Acts. Do you remember when Agrippa was there in the amphitheater? That story. Yeah. And there w- was Agrippa, and he was all the people were saying, "It's a god, it's a god." He was in his shiny clothes, and what happened? He fell down dead, eaten of worms. So you have that imagery there in the scripture. So it's probably, I think you're you're uh, probably on the right track. Is you know worms that go after dead bodies, um, you know, just as it did with Agrippa. Not a good thing, whatever it is.
2: Well, and it's something that I found, too, that, uh, as, you know, in the Word and study it, sometimes, you know, it's neat the times you have questions, and then later on you'll read it and you'll kind of get to answer your question in your further study on that. Yeah. But a lot of times it's just neat, the question, and you know, it just makes you stop and think about what you're reading. And, you know, there's just times right. that phrases or, you know, times just one word stands out from another one. On it. Yep.
0: Yeah, so, and keep. Sorry? Yeah, exactly. And it, it's so neat to be able to. We can never exhaust the scriptures, and um, and it's amazing. Certain words come out, and so keep reading the scriptures. And and if you come up with anything, you know, a better answer or anything, call me back. Let me know. I'd love to hear it. Oh,
2: okay, sounds great. I'll let you know if I anything really okay. speaks to me about it. So.
0: Hey, thanks for calling, Samuel. Oh, really all right. appreciate, thanks, it. Yeah. appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh huh. Three oh three six nine zero three thousand is the number to call. Give me a call here on Calvary Live. Good questions. Uh, it blesses me. People are reading their Bibles. I got questions and how it relates and uh, what it means for us today and make an application. And the Bible is alive. It's it's truth. It's um, it's so incredible, and we are so blessed in these times that we can read the Bible. Um, and we can be blessed by it and gain truth and and uh, continue to grow. We can never exhaust the Bible. Hey, we got a couple open lines, 303-690-3000. I want to give you that text line again, and that number is for texting only, 720-336-0897. And also to remind you that uh, that text line is open 24-7 now for prayer requests. So you can text at 720-336-0897. And the pastors at Calvary Church will be looking at that and responding to those prayer requests. During this show, uh, we will uh, be taking those prayer requests and looking at them or those questions that you might have. But let's continue to talk about the Lord, because we have the Lord. He's still on the throne. He has not abandoned the throne, and He loves us, and He wants to show us so many things during this time. As I think that, as I was thinking today, that uh, the world, the nation's kind of at a standpoint in a lot of ways. And it's in those times that we're just waiting that he desires to speak to us and he desires to show us things. So um, if he's showing you things that, that could be an encouragement to others, please, please let me know at three zero three six nine zero three thousand. But in the meantime, let's go to my hometown, Greeley, where Rhonda's on line one. Hi, Rhonda. Rhonda, you there? Okay, I don't know if Rhonda had to drop. um, But Rhonda, you had a good question. Rhonda's question is that, and Rhonda, if you're listening, I'm going to go ahead and answer it. Is COVID-19 one of the plagues prophesied by the Bible? And as far as we read it, one of the things that I'm going to do, um, we have uh, our live stream services. Um, and a week from tomorrow, the Wednesday after Resurrection Sunday, uh, on Wednesday nights, we are normally in the book of Jeremiah. But I'm going to depart from the book of Jeremiah tomorrow night. I'm going to do a teaching out John's Gospel of the Upper Room Discourse that I believe is going to be a great encouragement. Um, And then we'll do a Good Friday service and then uh, Resurrection Sunday. But a week from tomorrow, and that would be April 15th, I believe, that I will be doing a prophecy update. And we'll be looking at... um, what this um is telling us and and i believe that it is telling us something and there's nothing suffice it to say in the scriptures that speak specifically to covid 19 but jesus did talk about that the signs the birth pangs of the last days would include wars and rumors of wars uh, would include uh, earthquakes in various places famines and pestilence Really, it is quite amazing what we have seen uh, in uh, the short few months that we have been in a new decade since 2020 started. A new decade, a new year. We have seen fires that have ravaged a continent, the continent of Australia. You recall in January seeing the pictures, seeing you know the animals that were struggling. There was a big uh, worldwide effort to, to uh, you know, try to save the wildlife and and um, things like that because it, it was devastating. And uh, even firefighters that lost their lives, uh, I believe there was maybe one or a couple from the United States that w- went there that lost their lives as well. We have seen in this short few months of this new decade, we have seen a locust infestation that has crossed Africa, they said, of the likes that they haven't seen before and devastating the land and the crops and and uh, it is moving eastward through Africa and it is believed that this locust infestation could head up into Asia um, and and devastate that part of the world and of course we have seen this this pandemic of COVID-19 that has hit the whole world and so Jesus said that there be pestilence and famines he talked about there be perplexity of nations, and so the nations are wondering what to do. We're seeing the economic you know, crisis that has happened. So how does this relate to the last days? And so I would encourage you that you listen to um, the, the live stream that we're going to do, calvarychapelgreeley.org, And as you listen to that, we'll do a prophecy update because people are are wondering. People are wondering, what does this mean? What does it point to? And the Bible has something to say about the last days. We are living in very unique times. And listen, we are here for such a time as this. And so uh, church is a time to be excited, even though it's difficult. Jesus said, you will have tribulation, but be a good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Hey, we're going to be right back. Uh, stay tuned to Calvary Live. Give me a call. we got open lines,
3: 303-690-3000. Welcome
0: back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897.
2: Let's join Calvary Live right now
0: welcome back to the second half of calvary live my name is jeff Biggs. i pastor calvary Greeley, and so blessed to be with you we had a great first half i was glad to and blessed to have callers that have been calling in and so continue uh, to call in and ask your questions to receive prayer we got all open lines right now 303-690-3000 is the call-in number let me know how you're doing let me know uh how the lord is ministering to you and to your heart uh maybe you got a word of encouragement to give to others. We really need to encourage one another. If you got a Bible question, we'd love to answer your your questions and uh and go to the Word of God together. And so give me a call, 303 690 3000 The text line is 720-336-0897. You can text in your questions or your prayer requests and uh we got a couple open lines so I'd love to talk to you uh about the things of the Lord. Hey, just kind of what we're doing here at Calvary Greeley. This is again Holy Week and even though we can't meet together uh at our church buildings, uh we are going to meet together as we've been doing uh since I believe the last time that we met here uh was the Wednesday night on March the 11th. It has seemed so long. And we've had four Sundays, as most churches have had that many Sundays, uh, online services. And we're going to continue this week. Tomorrow night, uh, we're going to do a live stream service, 7 o'clock, our Wednesday night service. I'm going to be teaching from the Upper Room Discourse and, and a portion of Scripture. Jesus is ministering to his disciples. He's given words of comfort to them. They're confused. They don't know what's going on. Uh, Even though they had been with Jesus for three years, even though he had spoken to them about his crucifixion, he never spoke about his crucifixion without also speaking about his resurrection. They had no understanding what was going on. They were confused. Matter of fact, that night, that last night that Jesus is with his disciples before he goes to the cross, they're still arguing about who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom. So as Jesus is talking about that that one of you is going to betray me, that all of you are going to be made to run away from me, uh, that I'm going to go away and die. They are very troubled in their hearts. And he has words of encouragement that I believe is going to be words of encouragement and comfort to you as you listen in to that teaching. So join us at 7 o'clock, org Org is our website for our live stream on our Facebook page as well. Uh, You can listen to the teaching. Then on Friday is our Good Friday service, and our Good Friday service is at noon, and I'll be looking at John's Gospel, uh, the account of the crucifixion. And then on Resurrection Sunday at 9.30, we'll be doing a live stream service, and then we'll post it, and you can watch it. We normally have three Sunday morning services, but what we've been doing is doing the 9.30 service. Uh, We do it uh, live and then we post it, and you can watch it at your convenience. Uh, you can share it with others, and we're going to be looking at John chapter 20, the account of the resurrection. I'm going to give you a little preview of what um, the Lord has put on my heart because we're all familiar with the, the, uh, the account of the resurrection recorded in all four Gospels. But Mary came to the tomb while it was still dark, and I just want to remind us and encourage us that in this time where it's dark, that we need to keep coming to the tomb and to remember that Jesus Christ is risen from the grave and that he is alive and he is our hope. And we know that we can tell others that you go to the tomb in this time of darkness because he is your hope. He's our only hope. And so I hope that you can tune in and uh, on our live stream And then the Wednesday after Resurrection Sunday, uh, which is the 15th of April, I believe, um, then we are going to do a prophecy update. And we're going to look at the events, how it points to what the Bible talks about that's going to take place in the last days. And so we need to be wise. We need to be discerning in the days in which you're living in. So I hope that you can join us for that, uh, our live streams. we got a lot of other things that we got going on. If I get a minute, I'll talk about it, but we got Crystal um, on line one. Crystal? Yes. How are you?
3: I'm fine. Are you? I just would like some prayer.
0: Absolutely. How can we pray for you?
3: Um, I need to know how to deal with a daughter that, um, Has some psychotic issues, some paranoia issues, and um, okay. and I I pray for her too that she would like I don't know how like she needs to take her medicine and she's not taking it.
1: Um, okay.
3: She said it doesn't help her, but and I think that's what happened tonight. And I guess we kind of got into a little argument about it, and she mm-hmm. walked away, which is kind of a busy street. Um, It's kind of a main street. It's not a highway or anything, but she's, like, walking. I just tried to get her to get in the car with me, but she don't trust me.
0: Okay. I'm so sorry, Crystal. I think
3: because of the illness, she don't trust
0: me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's very difficult, and I know that this is very, very much weighs on your heart. And, Crystal, we're going to do what you can do right now, and that is to pray. And we're going to ask for God for... Um, to protect her, to speak to her. He can speak to her even through this mental illness, whatever it is going on. And Father, I pray for Crystal. She, she needs prayer. She, she needs prayer. Her daughter, um, Lord, it, it, you know exactly what's going on. You know everything about her. And it's so difficult when we have a child that is hurting, that is in trouble, that, Lord, that's not well. And I just pray for Crystal. I just pray for her daughter, that, Lord, that you would just um, bring healing to her mind, that you would speak to her heart, that, Lord, that she would get to help in every way that she can. Lord, I pray for Crystal, that you would just give her wisdom in ministering to her daughter. It is a very, very difficult situation and and one that, uh, Lord, just brings just... Uh, challenges and, and a lot of difficulty i pray for crystal that you'd help her to be courageous and strong give her wisdom in in dealing with her daughter but lord we lift her daughter up to you and lord that crystal would know that you do love her we pray for a hedge of protection around her. right now she's out walking and lord that you would just uh, reach her heart and her mind somehow some way to come home to be in a place where she is safe to be ministered to um and Lord, I just pray that you would uh bless them. Um and that you would work and show yourself strong uh on their behalf in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. You bet Crystal, I'll be praying for you. I'm so sorry. Okay, thank you so much. It means a lot. Okay. Mm, bye bye. Absolutely. God bless you. Three oh three, six nine oh three thousand. And uh praying for you and and um so glad that we got the body of Christ that we can do that give me a call we got a couple open lines that text line 720-336-0897 hey let's go to uh greeley once again heather's on line too hi heather hi how are you i'm good good you got a question for me
4: uh yeah i was just wondering um what you think about receiving Holy Communion yeah. at home, like in a personal setting? Um, I think it's, you know, I think like it's personally,
0: you're... it's great. I I do. I think it's great. I think that we can do that. You know, Jesus was with his disciples when he gave communion, right? And, um, and he said, do this in remembrance of me. As he took the bread and he broke it, and as they took the cup and drank of it, he said, this is the cup in my blood, a drink uh, uh, and in remembrance of me. And I believe that as we do that, and I know that maybe perhaps that you may not have unleavened bread or something, uh, grape juice, whatever, but I really believe that the Lord honors the family that does that. Matter of fact, uh, you know, this last Sunday, I was thinking the first Sunday of the month, we take communion, and on the first Wednesday of the month here at Calvary as a congregation. And I want to encourage people, you know, dads, you know, parents, uh, grandparents, lead your family in communion at home. I believe the Lord honors that. And and there's nothing in the Scripture that forbids that. So is there any specific question that you have about that?
4: Well, I had just heard from different places that it was kind of like a ritual or something like that. If you try and do it by yourself, like you don't have— leading of, like, you know, um, a pastor or, like, you know, other people in the church, like, doing it all together. So I just wanted to clarify Mm -hmm. that. Like, I always felt that I didn't agree with that, you know, and I felt like that's something that the Lord wants us to do, that that He wants us to do it, you know, whenever we need, because, you know, Jesus is, He's there for us. You know, He's our our healing and, um, you know, our salvation and everything like that. And, you know, with everything going on and everybody needing healing or or peace or not everybody needing healing, but, you know, those that may need healing or peace or, you know, things like that. um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just always felt that why shouldn't I be able to, but I just wanted to clarify because I had heard different things.
0: Very good answer Heather very good answer and and the thing is there's no reason why you can't. Jesus didn't say you can only do this in church or you can only okay. do this when the pastor's leading. He simply okay. said do this in remembrance of me. And you know Heather there's been and I know that this is a question that perhaps comes up because we're not able to come to church and and take a communion and um you know as a congregation but I've always encouraged families and dads to do it. You know, when you have family devotions, do it at home if if you can do it. There is, I think, it's um, a wonderful thing that that you can do it at home and um, do it with your children, with your family, to lead them in communion to to be able to read that passage. Uh, that our children can take communion. You know, as as, as long as they understand it. Uh, but I believe that the Lord honors that, and He wants us to do that because the 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 what the qualifier for us is this: do this in remembrance of me. that's it doesn't say you have to have a priest, doesn't say you have to have a pastor doesn't have to you know uh somebody who's qualified or you know just do it in your home and I believe the Lord will honor that all right
4: great, thank you and um, I just wanted to say. Uh, I felt like the Lord has been encouraging me. Um, As I've been at home more, I've been uh, reading the Word more, which is awesome, and been able to pray and stuff like that. But I just really felt like the Lord had put on my heart for 2020, you know, how we use that in America for a perfect sight, you know, or like
0: perfect
4: vision. um, That it's a time where the Lord just really wants us to see Him and to look to Him for everything. And, you know, this may be a time where um, people have more of an opportunity opportunity to um, wake up to that and see that more with everything going on, um, that He's our answer for everything. And and just for us, I just want to encourage everybody just to look to the Lord because, um, you know, He sees you and He hears you, and uh, He loves you very much.
0: Thank you for that encouragement, Heather. And it's so true. I really believe what I'm praying for is a great awakening. Um, As this nation is, you know, kind of that we're, you know, in our homes and things are, um, you know, we're out of our routines. And in this time where we, we are standing down, that we would look up and that we would take this time to realize that we need Him. And that the Lord would touch hearts, and I'm really praying that that takes place, even in my own life, Heather. That I want to be open to the Lord showing me things that otherwise, when there's a lot of noise and a lot of busyness, I'm a very routine person, like a lot of people are. And I've come to realize that in this time that I've, I'm staying busy, you know, still getting teachings ready and getting ready for radio and things like that. But the Lord has really just uh, pressed upon me some things that that I'm very thankful and grateful for, and I believe He wants to do that with others. And as you said, that that people would turn to Him and understand that He still loves us, and He's on the throne, and He has um, just wonderful promises for us. And so I appreciate your word, Heather.
3: Thank you so much.
0: All right. God bless you. You have a wonderful week, okay? Hey thank you heather 303-690-3000 great word of encouragement i so appreciate it heather and um appreciate that encouragement text line is 720-336-0897 but before we go to the text line let's go to denver don's online one hi don how you doing good how are you
5: oh good you know actually uh pretty much to sum up a little bit about her wonderful statements there about the Lord is always with us. Uh, This is uh, as localized as it is throughout this country. It's a worldwide pandemic and the Lord, I just think we must beseech him, pray to him and thank him that there are so many hundreds of thousands of people on the whole globe who can come up with ideas, thoughts, uh, you know, maybe not that many, but it's unlimited. I mean, there's some brilliant young people out there probably across the oceans. They're, they're all over the place. Uh, it's not about a vaccine necessarily because they never came up with one for SARS. Uh, the thing is, uh, we've got some things going already, and I just want to say I thank, thank you, Lord, that uh, y- you can find the people. It's limitless <laughs> the amount mm-hmm. of people that can probably put input into this and bring this all together with many different solutions. You know what I mean?
0: I do know what you mean. And I, I think a lot of us feel the same way. It's amazing that, you know, we've always appreciated uh, those. Uh, we got some of the most, the best young men and women in our nation um, that, you know, are in our military, that are in our law enforcement, first responders. And now we're really seeing it, you know, in the medical community, the nurses, the doctors, the researchers. It's just I'm so grateful like you are, Don, for them and their service to us and their dedication and their commitment and their courage. And it really is touching, isn't it? And not only in that field, the medical field, but those who are working um, in the grocery stores, those who are delivering goods, um, how people have really dedicated themselves to helping out. And it is such an incredible, credible thing to see, and uh, we need to pray for them. And you know, just the um, the incredible minds uh, of people that um, are uh, so dedicated to their work and their uh, the medical fields and researchers, all that we can go on and on and on. And what my prayer is is that uh, we, the church, would be here to pray for them, and to encourage them, and be a light to them because they're tired, they're exhausted, they keep working, they're they're doing uh, this for us uh, to make things better, to keep us safe. Very, very grateful for them. So, Father, I do pray, um, as Don has um, made a very good point, for all those who have pulled together, I pray for the doctors, I pray for the nurses, I pray for those who are working in um, the health industry, Even as we got a call yesterday uh, from those in housekeeping support, um, Lord, those who are working in the nursing homes, I thank you for their service. And Lord, I thank you for the bright young minds that are working to solve this and their dedication. And Lord, we just pray for those who are working in so many ways, those who are providing food, those who are helping those in need, those who are working in grocery stores, the the supermarkets, the Costco's, the Sam's Clubs, um, all those in different ways, those who are driving trucks, uh, those who are our first responders that continue to keep our community safe, um, those who are paramedics, those who are firefighters, those in our military that are helping out so many people. And Lord, we just pray that Uh, Lord, for this COVID-19, that it would begin to dissipate. And Lord, bring healing to our land. I pray for our president, that you give him wisdom. I pray for our vice president in the task force. I pray for our governors, our leaders, Lord, that you would help them. And Father, that your word and your truth and your light would go out. That as a nation, it would cause us to pause and to look to you because we need your help. And we need your mercy and grace and that your light and truth would go forth. I pray for the pastors right now. Um, I pray that you give them the strength right now to continue to give the gospel and the truth of your word. And Lord, to um, give them wisdom and encouragement right now. And so Lord, these are very unique times. And I just thank you for, um, Lord, knowing that you're still with us. And Lord, that you're working, you are working, you're still on the throne, you have not abandoned the throne. And Lord, that we can give a message of hope, and that is that the tomb is empty, and that Jesus is alive, and that he is our salvation. So we just thank you that we can fall back on those things that bring us comfort. And Lord, we can fall back on our stability, that is Jesus Christ, our rock. And that he is our confidence. In Jesus' name, amen.
5: Yes, thank you. Thank you. And then Jesus certainly knows what perfect souls are across the globe. Who knows? North Pole, South Pole, you know, east, west, wherever they are that can get together with other people because of even social media and share ideas for this. Uh, There are great potentials, even though it is overwhelming. So thank you so much for a great prayer. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Don. Appreciate your calling and your encouragement. All right. We got some time left in the show. 303 690 3000 is the number to call if you got a quick question or you need a prayer request. And I'd love to talk to you while we got some time. Um, you know, this is a unique time where we can reach others. One of the other things that I have done uh, is I told you about our live stream services, and we want to encourage you to do that. One of the things that I have done as well is I have um, have been writing on my blog, and I do have a blog, and I just wrote something on Sunday evening, and I'm going to be posting more on my blog. And the name of my blog is Strengthening the Heart. And the reason that I named it that is because in the last days, Jesus said men's hearts will fail. And I know that not just with the COVID-19 pandemic and the The ramifications that it brings to all of us when it comes to, you know, perhaps losing a job or, uh, you know, the strain on business, uh, feeling isolated, lonely, uh, the uncertainty of all of it. We need to have our hearts that are strengthened. And I I really want to do that. The Lord has put uh, a number of things on my heart to be able to share that hopefully will bring comfort and strength to your heart. You know, David, at a time, when you read 1 Samuel, at the end of that book, he's with his mighty man, and they're away um, from their families and their homes. And when they come back, uh, the Amalekites came in and stole their families and burnt down their homes and took everything, and it says that they were full of distress. Uh, They were just um, overwhelmed, And, and it tells us that even David, you know, his own men wanted to stone him at that time. It's kind of like, we've had enough of this, David. But it tells us that David strengthened himself in the Lord. He went to the Lord, and the Lord began to speak to him. And the Lord said to him that, David, put on your swords, you know, um, get ready. You're going to go get your family and rescue them. And that's what they did. And, And perhaps we can feel like in this time, in such a short time, that all of a sudden, you know, uh, just, you know, things, uh, it's like a fire has gone through and burned up, you know, what we've worked for and, you know, our businesses and a lot of things, a lot of plans. Uh, Kids aren't going to school, no graduations, no proms. Uh, All of us have been affected in some way, and we can get down and we can get discouraged. But I want to say this, that strengthen yourself in the Lord and he desires to speak to you and and hopefully this blog you can look up jeff figs that's three f's j-e-f-f and then f-i-g-g-s dot com it's all one word and you can go to my blog and i'll be posting more things but i want it to be you know a a blog that just really brings encouragement to you and uh and blesses you and we posted on our facebook on the church facebook calvary chapel Greeley. On my personal Facebook, uh, Jeff Figs. Uh, also, um, we'll be posting, you know, on social media, Instagram, uh, whatever. Uh, but we want to encourage you. And so look for that blog, Strengthening um, the Heart. And, um, and we want to be able to do that and uh, encourage you in that. And then some other things that we're doing as well. And remember yesterday, and I want to repeat it again as we're getting ready to close the show, show, that a lot of us, we want to help, and, and we can get you know, frustrated because we think, what can I do? Don't focus on what you can't do. Focus on what you can do. And it may be just ministering to your family and, and dads, just really gathering your family. And as Heather was asking about communion, leading them in communions, family devotions, I don't want to come out of this um, situation um, when we start to get back to our routines and things, the same person as when I came in. I want to be one that, Lord, that you grew me and you strengthened me and you showed me some things. And I know that there's a lot of good advice of, you know, get up and exercise and do your squats and all of that. I, I appreciate those things, those reminders. to to eat healthy, and I need to, after I get done here in a few minutes, going to go for a run. But more than anything, that I want to encourage you to continue in the Scriptures and strengthen yourself in the Lord and know that He desires to do that. Paul the Apostle, when he was in uh, a difficult time, I was reading this the other day in my devotions, then in chapter 7 of Corinthians, he talks about a hard time. And he says, that um, he says, God who comforts the downcast comforted us. And he goes on to say um, that uh, when we came to Macedonia, our bodies had no rest, but we were troubled on every side. Outside were conflicts, insides were fears. And I think that's a good description of what we feel. Inside, we can be anxious and fearful. Outside, there's conflicts, you know, with our job situations or you know, the isolation or the challenges that come with it. I mean, it's a challenge just to go to the grocery store now. But God is the one that comforts us. And as we go to him, he wants to comfort you and for you to be reminded that Jesus Christ died for your sins and rose again, and he is your hope, and that he is the one that has a wonderful future for us. And to be able to share that with others, to pray for others, to encourage one another, hey church, the world needs us now more than ever, and the world needs to hear the voice of truth, the voice of the Lord, and his love and provision more than ever and I believe that people's hearts are more open to it than ever before, so you in- encourage somebody to listen to one of those live stream services of your church um, and um, to encourage them in the things of the Lord and to be praying how you can reach out to others. And I believe the Lord is going to honor that. He wants the work. And so uh, keep fighting the good fight, okay? Let's keep fighting the good fight. And uh, we're here on Calvary Live to pray for you. We're here at Calvary Greeley to pray for you and to encourage you in any way that we can. God bless you as as you um, are going through this, this Holy Week. Have a very blessed resurrection weekend. And remember this, that Jesus Christ is alive. The tomb is empty and we can rejoice. God bless you. Talk to you next You've time. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.